Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. Though his life was cut short, he grew to be one of the most influential and legendary guitar players of all time. He was an early pioneer of the jazz electric guitar. He is considered the father of bebop. The list of guitarists he would go on to influence in itself is legendary. This is Oklahoma City, Oklahoma's very own Charlie Christian. Stand by for his story. Charlie Christian was born just south of the Oklahoma state line in Bottom, Texas on July 29, 1916. Soon afterward, his family moved north, taking up residence in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Charlie was the youngest of three brothers born to musician parents Clarence and Willie Christian. Brothers Edward was born in 1906 and Clarence, who was born in 1911. All three of the brothers were taught music by their father, Clarence Henry Christian. Their father was struck blind by fever. In order to to support their family, he and the boys worked as buskers. Now, busking is the act of performing in public places for money or for goods. The boys would lead their father into better neighborhoods where they would perform for cash or goods. When Charlie was old enough to go along, first entertained by dancing. Later, he learned to play the guitar. He inherited his father's instruments upon his father's death in 1928, when Charlie was just 12 years old. Charlie attended Douglas School in Oklahoma City where he was further encouraged in music by a teacher. Charlie wanted to give the tenor sax a try but his teacher insisted he try the trumpet. Now he thought playing the trumpet would disfigure his lips so he quit the trumpet to play baseball at Douglas School. In a 1978 interview Charlie Christian's biographer Craig McKinney interviewed Charlie's brother Clarence who told him their older brother Edward, a pianist led a band in Oklahoma City down in the Deep Deuce. Around 1931 brother Edward got guitar guitarist Bigfoot Ralph Hamilton, and together and secretly from his mother Willie, they began teaching Charlie the guitar and schooling him on jazz. Charlie would have to have been about 14 during this time. They taught him the solos on three songs of the day, Rose Room, Tea for Two, and Sweet Georgia Brown. When they felt the time was right, they took Charlie out to one of the many after-hours clubs where the jazz and blues players would have late-night jamming sessions. These clubs were located along the now legendary Deep Deuce, which was located on Northeast 2nd Street in Oklahoma City. The Deep Deuce was a historic neighborhood in downtown Oklahoma City, which enjoyed a bustling African-American business district, along with it being a regional center for jazz music. During one of these late-night jam sessions in a club, Edward Christian, Charlie's older brother, began to hear the cry coming from the audience, Let Charlie play one! To which he replied, Ah, nobody wants to hear them old tunes. Finally, after some encouragement, Edward allowed Charlie to play a guitar solo for the crowd on the song Rose Room. The three songs that Charlie could play, the solos, were big hits in the early 30s. Edward was surprised at how well Charlie played his first solo. And after two encores... Charlie had played all of the three songs that he knew, and the whole Deep Deuce neighborhood was going wild over the 14-year-old's guitar playing. Charlie dismissed himself from the jam session and headed home with a big smile, knowing he was hooked by the music. Oh, by the way, the secret was out. His mother had heard about his late-night music debut before he got home 
and was waiting up for him. Soon, Charlie began performing locally and on the road throughout the Midwest, traveling and playing as far as North Dakota and Minnesota. In 1936, he switched to the electric guitar and became a regional attraction. He jammed with many of the big-name players who came through Oklahoma City, which included Teddy Wilson and Art Tatum. In our Barney Kessel podcast, we talked about the three jam sessions Barney had with Charlie and how that affected his playing style and his career. Now, Mary Lou Williams, the pianist for Andy Kirk and his Clouds of Joy, told record producer John Hammond, who, by the way, was Benny Goodman's brother-in-law, about Charlie. In 1939, Charlie auditioned for Hammond, who recommended him to band leader Benny Goodman. Now, Goodman was the fourth band leader to feature black musicians in his live band. Goodman brought in Teddy Wilson on piano in 1935 and Lionel Hampton on vibraphone in 1936. Goodman would hire Charlie Christian to join his band in 1939 after some debate. You see, originally, Goodman was not impressed with the relatively new instrument the electric guitar, and consequently not impressed with Charlie, who said about the first meeting with Goodman, neither of us were happy with what and how I played. Producer Hammond decided to try again and install Charlie onto the bandstand that evening at the Victor Hugo restaurant in Los Angeles without consulting Goodman. Upon this surprise, seeing Charlie Christian on his bandstand, Goodman called for the tune Rose Room, figuring Charlie would not be familiar. Of course, unknown to Goodman, Charlie was raised on the Rose Room tune. Charlie came in at his first chorus of about 20 guitar solos, all of them different and all unlike anything Goodman had ever heard before. That version of Rose Room lasted 40 minutes. By its end, Charlie was in the band and went from making $2.50 a night to $150 a week. By 1940, Charlie dominated all the jazz and swing poles of the day and was elected into the Metronome All-Stars. In the spring of 1940, Goodman was forced to reorganize and let go of most of his musical entourage. He kept the services of Charlie and formed a new sextet with Count Basie, Duke Ellington, Cootie Williams, Artie Shaw, and Dave tough. This all-star band dominated the jazz music polls throughout 1941. Charlie paved the way for other modern electric guitar pioneers like T-Bone Walker, Eddie Cochran, Scotty Moore, B.B. King, Chuck Berry, Carlos Santana, and Jimi Hendrix, just to name a few. His exposure was so great in such a short period of time, he influenced other musicians besides guitarists. It said his style influenced jazz greats like Dizzy Gillespie, Charlie Parker, Thelonious Monk, and Don Bias. Miles Davis said Charlie Christian was an early influence for him. During his time, Charlie could be heard playing the best venues all across the country, from Los Angeles to the iconic Madison Square Garden in New York City. In the late 30s, Charlie contracted tuberculosis, struggling with it for the next couple of years while still attempting to perform. Charlie Christian succumbed to tuberculosis on March 2, 1942, in Staten Island, New York, at the young age of 25 years old. During his short life, his place at the Blueprint Style for generations of guitarists to follow. He never recorded as a leader, but recording copulations of him, performing as a feature 
featured soloist practice and warm-up sessions and some lower quality recordings of him with his own group do exist. A total of seven albums were recorded, several of which, and a lot of tunes, can be heard on YouTube. He was an early pioneer of the electric jazz guitar and considered the father of bebop. His first electric guitar was a Gibson ES-150, an instrument that would forever change his musical career and because of his mastery of it, the future of music itself. He was one of the biggest names in the big band era. Since 1985, a festival celebrating Charlie Christian's legacy has been held in Oklahoma. He has a street named after him in downtown Oklahoma City. Posthumously, in 1989, he was inducted into the Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame. In 1990, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's unbelievable the amount of music, generations of musical influence, his single-string playing style on the new electric guitar that was totally new and exciting at the time would influence and the amount of musical living he packed into his 25-year young life. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends Podcast. Help us spread the word. Tell your friends our podcast can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, and Google Music Play. Also on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. On top of the homepage, click on the podcast link and you will see and choose from any or all of our podcasts. Many of our podcasts are available on the Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Stay current by liking our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.